Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I, I think the mistake that many of us make when we I identify where we have a tendency, because it's not like, well, someone doesn't come to this conversation um, perfect at figuring out how to be resilient. We're, we're leaning one way or the other. And I think a mistake that we make often is to demonize the other so we don't have to change. So what I mean by that is like, well, you know, I'm just going to, if someone says you're being too harsh or you're belittling somebody, it's like, well, I don't want, I don't want to raise a, like to quote the, the kid show Bluey, a nation of squibs. Like it's, we, we want to have people who are courageous, but you also want to have people that understand that, that people have feelings, but our feelings aren't facts. So we have to be able to hold that tension. And so what I, what I hear often from either side is someone who gets really angry at someone who shows compassion because they've identified that like, I am a harsh person and that's how I want to show, show, that's how I want to feel safe is by being harsh or belittling. And so I'm going to demonize or not allow myself to show compassion because I wouldn't dare want to accidentally show be accused of being um, coddling. So I'm not even going to do the healthy version of it. What I mean by something that looks like resilience, which is showing compassion. And then the other side, I don't want to, if someone is freaking out, it's like, well, I don't want to be seen as being harsh or belittling somebody. So I'm just not going to speak the truth. And that's just cowardice. So there is a strong way. There's a strong way to react that is resilient because we can speak the truth honestly with kindness that's how you show resilience to someone, model it to somebody, because it isn't, we don't need to have a pendulum swing from one end to the other. And we usually find ourselves in one end of it. And I think the, what comes to mind is we don't want to make the mistake of go to one extreme to the other. We want to just course correct a little. So it's, it's a, I think that it's an, it's addressing the intense polarization that's happening. Um, and it's, I think honestly, one of the best first steps is just be present with the person that's in front of you and realizing that they are a person and they're coming to whatever this situation or conversation from a different perspective. And that's not coddling. It's just, and it's not also belittling somebody. It's, it's seeing them for who they are and knowing that I can learn something from them and they can learn something from me. It's almost like coddling, is is kind of like all love and no truth and belittling can be like mm. all truth or lack thereof and, and no love it's like you need you know that's why i think the bible talks about like speaking truth and love to where it's like matt honel made a good point today he's like you know every generation tends to think that like you know they had it tougher than the next generation um, which may or may not be true but it's like, we'll hear someone complain and we'll be like, oh, that's stupid. That's silly. They just need to grow up and be tough. And it's like, that may be true. But I think a way to to speak truth and love is like, like if, if that's what you say, that's belittling someone's emotions. I've got to be able to acknowledge how someone feels, but 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 at the same time, not feel like it's my place to try to remove that feeling for them so it's like if someone 
you know, if someone that you're mentoring or even a child, it's like if they are experiencing some level of pain, um, a like I'm, this is a very generalization, but like, you know, maybe a way to coddle would be like, oh my gosh, I got to rush in and I've got to like make it so that they don't feel pain. And then a belittling approach would be like, oh, just suck it up. Quit crying. You're being a baby. It's like, I think in order to cultivate resilience, and I'm not perfect at this, I'm not pretending to be, but I think the aim is like, I need to be able to one, acknowledge their emotion, like, and not belittle it while at the same time, not rushing to try to fix it for them. Yeah. There's the action side after identifying the emotion. Like the, because the belittle, if I think if we just stick with the suck it up side and the, also the, like trying to take pain away from, if it is not helpful to just say, suck it up, we're not even going to acknowledge right. the fact that you're hurt. Yeah. Right now. Just get over it. So what does that tell you to so push, push it down? Cause you know what? Like if it was, you know, pushing down emotions and anger and hurt and pain, that's always paid off. Well, that works out super good. <laughs> I'm being very yeah, being very sarcastic here, pushing it down is actually very hurtful. But also the other side of is if someone is experiencing pain, they have to, you have to feel pain. Because if you're not, if you don't get used to feeling pain, that's not helpful. Like the strongest people that I know that I feel like we know are the ones who know how to, like they have a, a strength and willingness to, that they know they're going to go through it, but they know that they can go through it calmly. They're going to be able to get through because they're used to it. Not because we're like, I'm expect, like I am looking for someone to hurt me, but it's knowing that like life is about life is experiencing pain. A lot of life is that, but it's, is it mine to hold on to? Is it mine to endure or is it someone else's? And coddling is when we're trying to take away someone else's pain that they really need to feel. Yeah. And that's, that is hard, especially when it's the person that you love. You don't like, that's something I struggle with that. Like, and, and I'll seesaw back and forth between being too harsh or am I, am I, am I trying to take someone's pain away? So I'll, I'll react and be like, well, I'll just be harsh. And I just, I'll have no feeling about it because I don't, because I am not resilient in, in seeing other people's. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then. Uh-huh.